pillow talk, need a pillow fight. Something wrong if you don't bite. I can love on you all night. A little drama, that's my type. Yo quiero afugado, you making me cansado. I like it when it's messy, we'll deal with it tomorrow. Don't try to call me baby, I'm feeling like you alone. I want you to be angry, I know it's hard to swallow. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. Playoff Diddy, a.k.a. The One True King of the South, a.k.a. NBA Youngboy, a.k.a. AKA Hercules, 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 Hercules. Oh, my um, God. AKA, AKA, do side chicks deserve rights? Oh my God, um, Calvin. AKA, 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 um, you've had three stimulus checks to fix your air conditioner. Yeah, Calvin. they all went to crab legs. Um, <laughs> if you can't say amen, say out. <laughs> You had three. You said you done got you done got about thirty four hundred dollars from the government to fix your air conditioning in your car, and they all went to crab boils. And now you riding around with a with a bag of homemade ice in your car because you dying in this ninety five degree weather. And these are your yep. AKAs this week. Um, <laughs> and these are the AKAs we chose this week. Of all the AKAs you had in that bitch, this is what we chose. Violet. Um, AKA sometimes sometimes it's better to let go. And let live. And on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that bald-headed, fine-ass badass, a.k.a. the petty peach of Dixmont Street, a.k.a. that little baby who needs her back cracked. Like, wait, that came across a little derogatory. That's not, not well, you know, I'll clean it. I'll clean it up for you because I'm, you know what I'm, saying? I'm 30 years old, guys. I think like yeah. when the clock strikes midnight on your 30th birthday, you like birthday, you wake up with a backache. I'm sure. And like I've been nah, chasing you that shit. You know the fuck, you, you know the fucked up thing is, right, bro? What? Like, I woke up Thursday, like Friday morning, and. What, nigga, my like when you get older, like you, you, shit just be happening in the middle of the night that just be fucking with you. Like I went to sleep and I was cool. Like I was a little sore, but I was cool. Nigga, I woke up the next morning. Nigga, it felt like someone had reached into my back like a like a Mortal Kombat oh fatality God. move, and then just like boa constricted my spine. Like, and I baby, was like, I can feel nigga, the knot in my back. I can feel. Ben, it. Listen, I can when feel I tell it. you. I was walking around all day, all day Friday, and I had shit to do Friday. I had places to be, people to see, nigga. Like I was moving, like I was seventy-two years old, nigga. Oh, and I was like to the point where I was doing laundry. I was I was standing up for comfort reasons. I was like, I can't sit down right now. I can't. Like I'm over here doing yoga stretches and 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 heating, getting heating pads and shit and and. And I open and, and the fucked up thing is, is everybody's like, "Well, nigga, you got you got to stretch." I'm like, "What do you mean? I just got I got to stretch? I got to make time out my day to stretch now. Stretch. This is what we're doing. I now have to spend the first two minutes when I get out of bed. I can't just hop out of bed anymore like I used to. I used to be able to literally hop out of bed. 
I like I don't know what happened at what age it hit where like I roll out of bed. It is literally one lazy ass foot swinging itself behind the other one, and I am on the edge of my bed like that woman in that painting with the rollers. I don't know the name of the painting, but everybody what, knows no, what I'm talking about. Because she got like that one, she got like one baby titty out, like her. one baby titty. One nah, because she got this one strap down, like you can tell, shorty just exhausted. She looks like you look. The late nights ain't good for you, okay? You look drained, sis. That one, the, I look exactly like her. That resonates with me so much right now. Like, oh, dog. we could shit. We could talk about like you, you want to talk about petty Drake's and Drake Drake sing songy rant at the end of Diamonds Dancing. Oh my god! Is in the Hall of Fame for most pettiest shit you could say on wax. You it look was like, drained. You look you're exhausted. Looking, yeah, them late nights. Your mama would be ashamed of you. Oh my god, who was he talking to? Malaya. I'm pretty sure he was talking to Malaya. I'm pretty sure he was talking to Malaya, Michael. Because <laughs> he was, he was like, because I think that was right, that was right around the time where I think Drake. And again, I know that Drake Drake is like problematic. Like Drake tried to retire. I think he tried to retire uh, Malaya's number in a strip club. He tried to like. Have oh a whole, no. No, no, no. So he tried to he tried to have like a whole ceremony with Malaya and two other well known strippers at Houston's V Live, and they had like a whole retirement ceremony, put shit up on the rafters, whoop de whoop, whoop de whoop. And then Malaya was like, "Wait a minute, nigga, I'm not retired yet. Like I'm still trying to shake my ass. <laughs> like, oh my wait god, a minute, dude, you try to retire me from? I, I wasn't done shaking my. This pussy still got some more mileage oh, to pop. Yeah. So wait, Drake tried to retire a bitch, and she said no. Yes, Drake was right. Drake literally was like, "We're gonna have a whole ceremony. We're gonna hang you. Not only are you a good stripper, <laughs> you you are a Hall of Fame stripper that deserves your 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 number in the rafters." And Malaya was like, "I'm not retired yet." Like, <laughs> like Malaya was like, "I'm not, I'm not, I'm not done shaking ass and, and, and popping pussy yet." I don't know who told you that, but I am not done. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, me, Lord? So wait, why not you? Because you wouldn't. You need to prove to the Lord that you would actually act right. Lord, and, don't think you. No, Lord, don't think no. you would act right. No, and so that's why you don't get it. Not at all. The Lord knew exactly what He was doing, not giving me an ass. I say this all the time, all the time, because I talk cash shit with a flat back. But Imagine. Um, hold on, wait, guys, time out, time out, time out. I know y'all hear that voice in the background. My twin sister is actually in the building, so well, she's in my building, not Calvin's, because we're still recording remotely. So if you hear like comments from the peanut gallery, like she's here, like she say, "What's up? What's up?" There you go. Like, so if you hear the comments from the peanut gallery, she's sitting here talking about something. Oh, you can grow an ass. Who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> that requ- that requires a level of hard work, consistency, and eating. That like that requires working out. It requires eating. <laughs> That's a, hello eating. That too, eating. I don't know what my thing with food is. I don't know what it is. I'm not a foodie at all. I'm not starving myself. I just eat when I'm hungry, and that's like maybe every three days. I'm not particularly <laughs> starved. But and the only so, thing about so the problem is you want an ass, but you don't want to eat and or work out for. Actually, no, ass. I have been working out. I stopped recording it because I felt like a cornball. But like y'all gonna see the progress, y'all gonna see the gains. Like I have been working out. I have. But you do realize, in order for gains to happen, I've been training for 
Damn, it's about to be a year. My sister has been training for a year. She got abs and shit. But you do realize for for games to happen, you have to eat. You eventually do see the games. Bye, Alexis. Anyway. But you you do realize that for games to actually happen, you have to eat. Otherwise, you're just going to continue to lose weight. You do yeah, realize that, right? I do. I do realize that. Hey, I'm kind of pissed. I got a pedicure yesterday. Hold on, guys. Quick segue. And I see that there's a little chip in my nail polish. It's like, bro, Alex, what the fuck were you doing kicking rocks? Fucking Flintstone, bitch. Like, and there's a chip in my nail polish. Uh, I'm going back. I can't have that. Sorry. But no, as far as the eating thing, sure, we'll get to that. But I'm not a foodie. Like, so when you see me at these restaurants, like, I'll eat, of course, if I'm paying, like, Typically, I do eat when I pay for my food. I do. It's hilarious. It's hilarious because <laughs> you 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 be out on all of these dates to these nice ass restaurants, and I and I know for a fucking fact you are not finishing your meals at none of them. Actually, some of them I did. Some of them I do. And at, like at two, uh, that's a that's a that's a one finished meal after out of every ten day average. Nigga. Come like, on, Calvin. <laughs> Come no, on. I'm a, I I am sick of your shit today. Nigga. Like you, you on my hand, boy. That was that was tough. But no, like I think my thing about it is, yeah, I do eat. I do eat on dates. I do. I'm not the girl that's gonna be like, oh, I just want a salad, unless I actually do want a salad because salads bang. Like the salad at Eno Kitchen is fire. The Brussels sprout salad at Eno Kitchen, a banger. I'm probably gonna order that every time I'm there. But no, like nah, not a big food person. Honestly, I've been on. All right, I know food was somewhat involved, but it wasn't like the nucleus of the day. But like, I've been out and not necessarily had like a full meal. We probably had like bar food somewhere, but it wasn't like, oh yeah, let's deliberately go get food. Like, no. I re- and, I, and I remember, I remember when it was on, it was on Twitter, and, and, and I think someone, it, it was probably some some nigga, tweeted that like, why do all y'all dates got to revolve around food? Why can't y'all just do activities and like of course because it's twitter everybody bash that nigga for it you're like you gonna feed me at some point nigga like <laughs> you, go, you gonna feed me i'm sorry the average woman who isn't doesn't have like this weird shit with food like i do yes please feed her like it's impolite actually like if i say hey i want to because i think it fulfills a not a need but you do need to eat and also like you can talk. You can figure out what they like. It's a good like icebreaker for food allergies. You get to know. <laughs> it's a good icebreaker for food allergies. Nigga, you really trying to slide that by? You really trying to slip that in there? What the fuck are you talking to? Aren't you you're, talking to you're talking to a nigga with food allergies. That could be the. Aren't you allergic to peanuts, bro? Like, how are you supposed to know that? Before the fucking date, nigga, like, what the, like, come on now, listen, you, you, I was really gonna let you rock because I, because I truly believe it, I, you're not wrong, but that bullshit pissed me off. So hear me out, hear me out. Typically, how often do women pay for first dates? I'm going somewhere with this, so just yes or no. I promise. How often do they pay for first? How dates? often do women who aren't me pay for first dates? Because I'm not an anomaly. I'm definitely an anomaly. If I ask a nigga on a date, I have all the intentions on paying for it. Listen, there, and there I, are have, women, I have asked for the first date. I totally There are it. women. Listen, to answer your question shortly, not often. But Ooh. there are women out there who 
who know they want to drag their pussy across this nigga face like a snail and will still sit there eating their food silently because they don't want to pay for the first date. So not often at all. I hear you, but I, and, okay, maybe because like, no, I'm trying. I'm trying to help you make your point here because right. I, here's the thing. Because okay. I, I see what you're no, trying to say. No, but that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. You get to always pick the restaurant on the first date because, and to your advantage, because you do have a food allergy. So you're used to asking. I don't know if a nigga has ever asked me, do I have any food allergies? Specifically like that. He's asked me what I like, what are my preferences? And then I kind of just threw in there what I don't eat, which is like a lot of shit. I'm kind of picky. But like, I've never had a man be like, are you allergic to anything? Like, no. You kind of have to ask, and you are also at the advantage because niggas typically pick the first date. Well, well, a couple things. One, right, like oftentimes, but again, I'm a huge believer in whoever is changing the status quo generally has to speak up, right? And so for me, a food allergy conversation, and this is really random, we're talking about food allergies, but we're here now. A food allergy conversation generally comes up it doesn't really come up on the first date a because i'm ordering what i want there's more so if ever someone wants to cook for you right because generally generally when they cook for you they're not pulling out a dish they feel is appropriate whether it's the shrimp alfredo whether it's for some you know something else that's in a bag whatever the case may be and at that point i'll you know i'll be like if we haven't talked about it prior to right i'll be like hey just an fyi I do got this peanut allergy. You know, I do got this nut allergy. Just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you have planned and I don't want you to, you don't have to spoil it for me, but I do, you know what I mean? And I think it's also dependent on the allergy. Right. Like, again, a nigga like me with a nut allergy, I can generally get, I can generally find something to eat in most places. You feel what I'm saying? Especially because I'm lucky enough that it's not a deathly, if I'm in the same room, I start Harlem shaking type shit. I'm lucky (laughs) enough. I'm lucky enough in that aspect. But if, you have a shelf, but if you have a shellfish allergy or like one of them allergies, knock on wood, or you were, you were like allergic to chocolate or like to bread or something like that, yeah, you probably need to make that more clear than like my own allergy. You feel what I'm saying? But either way, I'll, I'll put it like this, right? And, and the, devil, the devil's advocate, because you in me, leaped out and I'm I'm putting it back in because because I know how much you hate about it. I know how much you hate devil's advocacy. But Ooh, I the, really do. I really I, but do. all of the stuff that you say we could talk about over food is stuff that you could also talk about before the date. You feel what I'm saying? Like the getting to know each other part, all of that shit, like depending on how the conversation goes, you could knock some of that a lot of the shit out before y'all actually Get on the date, especially if it's a flyout situation, and we will talk about that maybe later. later because another failed flyout story is for TL, and I can't wait for y'all to keep sharing y'all business. Actually, I want to talk about that right now. Actually, no, 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 no. Let's go back to the topic. Um, actually, no. I think that this is a good place to start. Um, <laughs> sorry, bitches. And this is gender neutral. I'm saying that right now because I'm talking to both you bitches and you niggas mutually with side pieces, side lines, right? Pimp C said it best. The top notch hoes get the most, not the lesser. 
And Period. you want to know what the number one, why, why side chick, like why side piece things. I'm trying to use gender neutral terms because niggas are sluts. Why side pieces? Side why pieces side pieces? Okay. Baby, he's not paying to fuck because he has a wife at home, okay? Or, or he has a girl at home, okay? He's paying, he's paying you. for you to leave him alone afterwards. No, he's paying for you to shut the fuck up. Shut up. Niggas back in the day when our parents were being side pieces, listen, niggas back in the day were paying for cars and houses and buying bitches bags and taking them every fucking where because the bitches knew when to shut the fuck up. Shut up. Your granddaddy had an entire second family across town and y'all and and his wife and your mama didn't find out about it. Never cross paths. Them bitches never saw each other. Never. Because your granddaddy side piece knew how to shut the fuck up. Niggas, yo, listen, your auntie had three boyfriends who all were in the same gang. You know why she was able to get that shit off? Because niggas shut the fuck up. Like, shut it's very, very, up. You, you, yes, you guys aren't your ancestors. You guys talk too goddamn much. Y'all feel the need to talk about everything or you feel like everything is a badge of fucking honor. I miss when the hoes had shame. Hoes are missing some shit. <laughs> that is rich. That is rich. <laughs> that is rich. It's really rich. That is rich. The call is coming from inside the house. That <laughs> absolutely. Is absolutely rich coming from me, is it not? But you know what? When the hoes get shame, and that happened for me around like 26, but like when the hoes started getting some shame, you or, start or, realizing. Or, or three weeks ago. Calvin, please. I'm sorry. That was, that was that, my, my bad. That was my petty. Bad. That was a little pain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Part of the appeal of having a side piece is nobody knows about y'all. Your girlfriend should not know about this nigga. That's not not your boyfriend. That's not a nigga on the roster. He's literally there to serve a very specific purpose in your life. And honestly, the best side piece stories that, fuck it, we've all. The best IP story as I've ever had have been because nobody knew I was talking to that nigga. He didn't even know I was talking to him. We ignored each other so motherfucking well that, like, I forgot that we were fucking around until it was time for us to fuck around. Like, oh, shit, you, you are... Co- I did tell you to come over. Shit. Damn. Fuck. You gotta look at And the problem with y'all is that y'all be liking, like, you be falling in love with your side piece. You be falling in love with her or him. You be fa- actually no niggas absolutely be falling in love with their side bitches. I had a nigga tell me, mind you, single as a bird, Alex. Right? I've had a nigga once tell me that he better not ever catch me with another nigga. I'm not allowed. He better not <laughs> ever see me on no date. He better because not ever you my, because you my girl and I'm single. What the fuck you talking about? Mind you, we were both single at the time, but everybody was fucking around. Right? Let's call it what it is. But he was just like, I've had a nigga talk to me greasy like that. Absolutely. I was just, it was nuts. It was nuts to me. Funny as fuck. And, and so, the, so here's the, here's the thing. And I, I say this as pre, pre-delivered, you know what I'm saying? Calvin, you feel me? Um, couple things. One, if there's an old quote that says, if three people keep a secret, that means two of them niggas is dead. If y'all niggas be bragging, and again, niggas is gender neutral, y'all niggas be bragging to other people about your side pieces. And that's where the game gets fucked up. 
The other part about it is some of y'all got way too many bitches in town. You also have way too many. You also have. You also don't make it clear the the even in the hierarchy, even the hierarchy, even in the 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 the, the non ethical side piece relationship. You should also be very much make it clear. This is my main. I'm not leaving them. You could either get with the program. Or get gone. <laughs> Calvin, see, you're being a little naive. Niggas are not that honest. And I'm, I'm talking to the niggas. I'm, I'm oh, talking to... Self- okay, I was about to say, yeah, thank you. Tag, 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 tag me back in. I'm, talk, yeah. I'm talking to the niggas. Go ahead. If if you want to if you wanna really... First and foremost, everybody don't deserve side pieces. Like, you you can't keep your girl happy. How the fuck are you going to get some side pieces, you Baby, selfish cheating, bastard? Cheating is a rich man's sport. Because let me tell Secondly, you Secondly... Mm-mm. No, let me finish. Go ahead. Second, because I need to get this out before she we go into absolutely the. a rich nigga sport. But secondly, if you decide this is a, this is the route you want to go, you want to you want you want to take that risk because side side pieces and side chicks are a risk. Because if you because if you didn't want it to be a risk, you you would actually be in a a a, a, a polygamous relationship where, where everyone knew about everything. You're taking a risk here, right? So so in that risk. You have there's ways to manage said risk. You can absolutely mitigate the risk. You can mitigate and manage said risk. First things first is by I know this is this is real ironic, but by being honest, some t- a lot of you niggas fuck up because you don't tell your side piece that she's a side piece. She out here thinking she's auditioning for the main role, not knowing that motherfucker's already occupied. And so when she find out, because it's not like you can hide your girlfriend. Now, now her emotions are involved because she thought she had a chance to be the main piece, and now she want to fuck up everything because you got her feelings hurt. Versus this may not you- be this may not be me being realistic, and I'm going to be honest, right? Because if we're yeah, talk- if we're going to talk about expectations, we have to be very fair about it because there's a level of honesty we are having, and we're. The expect when I have an expectation of honesty, it's because like there's been some type of established understanding. Right, the understanding don't be established, and in yeah, your no. head, no, no, no. Let me finish. What I'm saying is, did this man tell you that he wants exclusivity from you? Is that a conversation you've had? And nigga, I assume until me and this man are exclusive and it's mutually understood and assured that it's exclusive, I assume that there is another woman somewhere. I just don't know where I fall on that rank. But until a man specifically asks for my one-on-one attention, meaning, hey, I better not find out about you fucking with da-da-da-da. I better not find out what you fucking or her, her, and her. Until that is like understood that we are the only people we're talking to, I'm always going to assume that nigga got a bitch. Because if you didn't, it reads different. You can you can you know when a man is giving you exclusive attention when he got you a little spread out. You know it. I know when I have somebody's full attention and when I don't. At this big age, you better. So I never assume that a nigga, because I don't want niggas to ever assume that you're, not, you're the only person I'm talking to. Unless I tell you that. I don't believe in exclusive dating until you ask me to exclusively date you. Nope. Assume that there's somebody else I'm entertaining as well. Now, when we and, get, and now if we start cute. crossing physical boundaries and shit like that, then yeah, a bigger conversation needs to be had. Right? But... Right. At the same time, I honestly think that 
people don't be playing fair. So feelings get caught up where they shouldn't because nigga, had you told me where my place was, I would have acted accordingly. I didn't get the opportunity to choose. So now I'm out here wilding and it looks like it's my fault. And it's going to have to be my fault because I'm supposed to be an adult. That's what I, so that's what I was saying, right? So I'm saying like, so the initial, whoever's in the relationship, right? The, the, the first fuck up is that you don't let the outside, the, whoever you're trying to make a side piece, you don't let them in on, on where the hierarchy is, first and foremost. So you got motherfuckers audi- auditioning for positions that they're, that's not actually available. So, so, so as a nigga, so you've been denied from a job before. You've applied for a job and they hit you with that email. We found somebody who yeah. has, who works close. How, that make you feel salty when you get that email like we found somebody who whose qualifications more closely now you're like nigga fuck you right yeah and so that same that same feeling and then you multiply by y'all probably would have been physical who knows what who knows what type of bullshit these motherfuckers have been spinning to you and so now and so now your feelings are hurt now you feel them now you feel played and in that scenario you're more emotionally susceptible to doing to to, to I blow all this shit up. So that's where the first mistake is. If you really want to play that side piece game, the first mistake is not letting not letting the other person know where the hierarchy is. That's and if you do that, like, look, I got I got somebody right now, I, I, and I I want to let you know that because I want to make sure that you make any decision with the full spectrum of what up in mind. And niggas are not that honest. And the crazy thing is, and you said this all the time, and if you are that often, if you are that honest, yeah, sometimes you, sometimes Shorty will tell you no. Sometimes that nigga will tell you no because he actually got some self-respect for himself. Other times, they'll be like, fuck it. I rem- Listen, I remember, the le- so the last time before I was in this relationship, the last time I was in a relationship, I remember I told people, I, I told somebody like, nah, I got a girlfriend. And she was like, and so like that didn't that didn't matter. You feel me? That didn't matter. Like there are certain people out there who do not give a flying fuck if you are in a relationship with somebody if they want to fuck you. Oh, honey, I'm well aware. I used to be one, and I like the games that you play in college are trifling. But um, the game game that you play post graduate is even more trifling because you got more money now. (laughs) It's ugly out there, right? No. I think everybody, and to be honest with you, there's way too many side piece stories running around for motherfuckers to act like they actually at one point in time. There are no to act like they never, you know what I'm saying, played it, fucked around. We all have. Tiptoed argument, toe in the pool, or happy for you, gold star for you, cookies for you, if that's never been your story. But everybody, it's very common for folks to sit here and say, oh yeah, I definitely have a side piece story. For sure. And it sucks. But there's, there's been, pl- listen. I would assume, if not the majority, the vast majority of people that have been a side piece unknowingly or knowingly in their life. And yes, this includes you too, niggas. You listen, you ever been kicking it with a shorty, everything going great, and then she just ghosts you out of nowhere, and then three or four months later you see her posted up with some nigga, or you see her on vacation and showing the nigga tattered arm. You was a side piece, nigga. Maybe not even a side piece. Maybe she was dating both of y'all and shows yeah. up. That you, was, you, 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 you was a starter, nigga. Like you, you know what I'm saying? You you beat you beat Shorty down real quick and then and then next thing you know, she start acting funny. You yeah, nigga, like that, that shit happened, nigga. You was the number two option and you got demoted to you know what I mean? It is what it is. 
So that's the first thing. But but okay, let's say for example, you do set that boundary. You tell you tell that person up front, like I do, I do got. You, you know, niggas love I do got a little situation. Niggas love calling everything situations. I do got a little situation. I do got a little, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, and then <laughs> they, 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 they go with it, right? You know what I'm saying? They're like, all right, cool. And so from this point on, it's now, it's now a shared responsibility to make sure this shit don't blow up in everybody's face between you and your chosen side piece. Because, again, this is a risky play. The safe play is to be faithful. This is a risky play that you're choosing. And so now, as the side piece, you got, you got to understand where you are. And you got to, un- and you got to check you, uh, what Jasmine Sullivan said. Don't forget to pick up your feelings. I mean, you, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, you knew, you've chosen this life. So, 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 for example, when I was... A side nigga, you feel me? And Shorty was flagrant with it. Like she, you know what I'm saying? I told the story. I knew there were certain times in the day I can't contact you. I may want to tell you something about my day. I can't contact you because <laughs> you are with your nigga. You know what's funny as fuck? Let me tell you something. As a bitch who's been in a relationship, and I'm a natural flirt. Like I find myself flirting, and I don't even mean to flirt. My mama. um my mama told me that we were hanging out one time and I was talking to this girl. I was literally talking to a girl. I didn't realize how flirtatious I came across. My mama said, you should have just kissed her, huh? I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't realize like I sometimes I really don't realize how flirtatious I come across. Right. So when I get into relationships, that is something I have to be very like observant about. I can be a flirt. Right. But there are certain people that I flirt with. Just be, and I know it's harmless. Like I, I know it's harmless, and we be like low key going there. Like, but I know it's harmless. Like it, it don't mean shit, right? That's just like that was just me. I'm not gonna lie. With that particular person, I did not feel cool texting you and while I was laid up next to my nigga, because if this nigga happens to peek over my shoulder and like we could be talking about any fucking thing, you happen to peek over my shoulder and my nigga like see that shit. Oh my god. I'm going to have some explaining to do. And honestly, yes, because, okay, Alex, like, let's let's not toe the line, sis. Like, cut it out. Watch yourself. But it's, like, also, like, uh, I know it's harmless, but I also know how this reads. It ain't going to look good. So just don't play with it. I don't know. I've had, I've, I've had, I've had interactions where it's, like, this isn't cheating, but if my nigga saw this shit, I would get my head knocked off. So it might be cheating. Oh, it might be cheating. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like so, and, and, and we we oftentimes try to you know explain away or find loopholes in the situation. And in, in the end of the day, it's like if 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 your shorty, if your nigga caught you doing this shit right to fuck now, how would you feel? How would they feel? And you and you play with it like that. And I think sometimes, listen, as a nigga, I just get nervous. Sometimes because it, uh, uh, it just in case you happen, like you be laid up and you got your phone and a, a woman who ain't text you in a calendar year decide this is the moment she want to hit you with the hey big head. You be like motherfucker, man, man, and, and, or, or 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 it be something like I'll tell you a story, right? Story time with Diddy. 
and this is this is high school, right? So so understand the context here. So you know, in high school, everything high school relationships kind of count, but don't count. They're like the NBA G League, or like they're like American Idol, where it's like, okay, you're a singer, but you're not really a singer, right? Right. And and so everything moves faster. It's a different set of rules you play, nigga. Like all types of shit. So me and the girl I was dating at the time were literally arguing all day. And this is one of them high school arguments. So it's either like y'all texting in between class or y'all passing notes, whatever the fuck y'all doing. So it's, it, so it's like probably a simple conversation, but it take all day because y'all, y'all got class and shit. And about she feel like I'm out here, you know, not fucking around because it's high school. She, I think I'm out here fooling around with other bitches. Her words, right? And I'm telling, I'm, I'm not like I'm not. I promise you, I'm not. All sorts of, all sorts of shit, right? And we finally get. It's after school, right? We're we're after school, and we find I finally get her to calm down and be like, "We good again." You feel me, right? right? Like uh, on some like, finally she trusts me, right? My high school chemistry teacher comes out, <laughs> and and like we're hugged up or whatever. She and he's like, "Oh, is, is this your boo?" And you know, my she happy as hell right now. She like, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. She finally back on the, yeah. And then I promise you, if I'm lying, I'm flying. He looks at me dead in my oh, face. Oh my god. And says, oh, really? Because that's not who I saw you with earlier. And walks away. Ooh. And when I tell you, <laughs> nigga, if, if looks could kill, I would not be here today. Because she looked at me on some, oh, really? And all, and, and all that hard work I put in for the entire day to get this woman to believe me was undone in 35 seconds. Do you hear me? <laughs> me I still have never I still have never forgiven that motherfucker for doing that shit. Educators like, are messy people. Messy people. Messy. And that's even and that's even before they start fucking the students. Um, oh my God, Calvin! I'm not going there with you. I am not. I'm not going there with you. I'm not. Oh, so, I, so, so, my bad. I was. I was supposed to say that. My fault. No, not at all. Because let me tell you, motherfucker, something. I got a kid, and he's quite handsome, and he's a fine young man. I will do jail time. Consecutive jail time. Consecutive jail time. Years. <laughs> like nah, just 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 run all that shit concurrent, nigga. Like, I, I, yeah, I did that shit. Whatever. I did it. We, I'm not even gonna waste the taxpayers' time, their money, energy. I, yeah, I did that shit. But here's why. Saying I want you to sit me in front of a twelve juries and twelve jurors and tell them, let them tell you I wasn't, I was wrong. Okay. Anywho, um, but yeah, I, I the, here's my thing. Gender neutral, you hoes need to tighten up. You bitches need to cut. Honestly and truly. You hoes need to Honestly tighten up. Honestly and truly. I don't give a flying fuck what bond you think you have with my nigga. He still wouldn't pick you on my worst day. So stay in your motherfucking lane. 
Listen, um, there's a Drake lyric for everything, right? And, and the Drake lyric I'm thinking of is bench players talking like starters. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> hate it here. Bench player, listen, because if you bench, I don't give a fuck because what if you my were really nigga, to be a star player. I don't give a fuck what my nigga is sitting in your face, pillow talking and running his goddamn dick sucker about. I don't give a flying fuck what dreams he's selling you. Baby, whatever dreams he's selling you are not coming out of this motherfucking house. You can mind your goddamn business. Because if you had it like that, you would have it like that. Mind your business, stay in your motherfucking lane. If you were a, if you were available to be a star player, if you had the ability to be a star player, you would be a star player on your own team. You wouldn't be a second string on another puck. Y'all be bragging team. about not being about being a second string player. Y'all be like bra- in, so in sports, that. right? So in sports, right? We've had. Plenty of scenarios where you had a nigga who felt like he could do more, but he was stuck behind the nigga on one team, and he demanded a trade. He requested a trade. He left the free agency because he wanted to be the nigga on another team. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If the motherfucker ever found out that I was somebody's side piece, it never came from my mouth. It never came from my mouth. Ever. And never, it never came from my lips. It's something I've never, ever, ever said out loud. And all the messy shit my black ass over the years has ever gotten into, if if it ever got out that I was ever involved with somebody like that, and that that news never came from me. These niggas are whores. So when I'm talking to y'all, I'm telling you that you need to tighten up. And you want to, you want to know how you keep a bitch quiet? I always say it. Infidelity is a rich man's sport. You're going to have to pay that shit out your ass. Because if you don't and your bitch find out and she's anything like me, I'm going to have Blue Cantrell on blast my entire way to the bank, the mall, your mama's house. I'm blowing some cash that day. For sure. Oh, for sure. And I'm going to start planning my exit strategy because you're not going to have me fucked up publicly. Me knowing that you're cheating and everybody knowing that you're cheating is a totally different thing. This ain't that. And and, and and we'll end it like this, right? And truth be told, if if only way three people can keep the secret is if two people are dead. Like, in my head, right? In my head, I'm thinking, like, if I was out here cheating and shit, I would tell no one. I wouldn't tell the group chat. I wouldn't tell my closest niggas. I wouldn't tell... I be, if it was possible, I wouldn't even tell the chick I was cheating with. Like I, I wouldn't tell a soul because the more people that you brag on or you 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 share in confidence, like it gets or, out, bro. It gets out. And it gets to, out, bro. Like, and then I'm and honestly, as a woman, being in the situations that I've been in, in and out of bullshit, trying to go and figure some things out, understanding that. If he was unhappy, it would be, take more than another woman to make him leave. Niggas don't, and niggas don't give a fuck about being unhappy. They get a, give a fuck about being uncomfortable. Because I've seen niggas settle into being uncomfortable because she knows that that's a good woman and he's, she's going to continue. It's predictability. He can predict her. Men wanting to get to know a new woman means that there's a level of uncertainty that you don't know about this bitch like you have with the bitch that's at home. Niggas ain't packing up their shit to leave where he know the put. You know the pussy. You know what she cook like. You know what her habits are. You know her routine. Niggas ain't giving that shit up to chase some bitch. He has no clue what the fuck is on the other side. 
Niggas because the game be, is ugly. The niggas game would absolutely rather be fucking miserable than uncomfortable. You know why? A couple things with that. One, niggas are used to being unhappy. And oftentimes, society tells us that our happiness in heteronormative relationships, look at me knowing words. Oh my God. <laughs> but our our society tells us in this in this patriarchal heteronormative society that your happiness is secondary to her happiness. Happy wife, happy life. So oftentimes, nigga, even when niggas are unhappy, they subconsciously think this is how it's supposed to be. If she happy, she good. It's yep. good. But but the second thing is, and I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Look look at me when I tell you this. The streets is ugly out here and if the goal should always be to get out of them these streets don't love you these streets are ugly and let me tell you niggas these new crop of women they out here they out here asking for uh platonic flyouts and shit you better be careful let's go ahead let's go ahead and would you like to tell the people what happened yes (laughs) and this is from our least favorite uh online community the shade room posted this one because of course the shade room posted this one because the shade room is a bunch of messy bitches anyway abolish the shade room abolish the shade room honestly we as black people can't prosper until the shade room dies um but so so it's a screenshot of some text messages and i will you know what i will read said text messages <laughs> are you are you ready for the dramatic reading with calvin you know what I'm saying? Like we out here adding all types of uh, new segments <laughs> to, to, to today's uh, to today's episode. So, 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 out, so, so, it's the guy. So the girl is in blue. The guy's in. in, in so this is from the girl's perspective. Okay. So the guy. Te- so the guy texts her. Hey, are you checked into the hotel? Let me know what's going on. I called you three times. What the fuck? She replies back. I'm so sorry. I just checked in 30 minutes ago. Uh, my phone was, was charging because it died. I'm getting out the shower now. Guy texts, bet. I'm on the way to see you. She texts back, huh? <laughs> hey, texting back, huh, in a text message conversation is wild because <laughs> I know your eyes work. I know your eyes. It's not like you couldn't hear me. Definitely. You can see me. Um, and so he replies back, what you mean, huh? I'm on my way to hang out with you. Is that an issue? And she replies back, hang out in what way? She playing, she playing games, and I don't like it. And he's like, redacted, we've been talking five and a half months. I flew you out here and got you a hotel. I want to see you, babe. Why you acting brand new? Oh, my God. It's late. I don't want company tonight is all. I'm, I'm tired. It's literally after midnight. Okay. I'll be over in the morning then. I'll let you sleep. Over in the morning just to hang out as friends, right? Oh my god, bitch. He he immediately pressed. Can we FaceTime? My phone is still charging. She got it. Why you Why are you acting different? Do you not want to hang out? I don't I didn't know we was just friends. I wouldn't have flown you out. I don't fuck my friends. We've been sending nudes and sexing on FaceTime. What am I missing here? You know? Valid points. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we're rushing things. I don't want to have sex or anything. Just hang out as friends if that's okay. You're amazing and a good friend. I don't want to upset you. Bitch, I'm an amazing good friend. 
upset me. I'm livid. I paid over a thousand dollars for you to come out here. I don't do that for friends. Okay. You know what? You know what? No worries. Since we're friends, I need my money back. Nine hundred and seventy-seven dollars and fifty-six cents. Run it. I don't have that. Why are you acting this way? I just want to take things slow. Please don't be mean. <laughs> Taking it, it slow would mean me not flying you out here. You played me. So, matter of fact, check out is at 12 p.m. tomorrow. I'm canceling the other two days. Also, I'm canceling the flight back. You can find that out on your own. Wow. So, this is how you do, people? I don't have any money to get home. At least allow me to fly back. I could check out tomorrow. It's fine. Nah. Lose my number and have a nice life. <laughs> and then so now she said, I'm sorry, you blocked me? Please pick up. I don't have the funds to get home. Shaking my head. Okay, so boom, let's 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 shall we? Let's let's get to chopping the table. The issue that I have with this is this. I don't care about you. How do I if you just wanted to see this man as friends, why did your ass not say that while you're while you were sitting in your own at home? Why why did you not say at, that at, at home? At, at, at some point in the five and a half month that y'all niggas have apparently been communicating, you should if you if you just wanted to see the nigga on a platonic type shit, that should have been very well communicated prior to him booking the flight. First thing. First of all. Second of all, then you get there. I don't know too many. I, you know, and let me not say that some flights do get in late, yada yada yada. But I doubt. I highly doubt that a nigga that flies you in on a Friday, your flight is getting in at midnight. I've never done that. Uh, unless, unless some sort of delay happens, some sort of like yeah, malfunction. Like, what you nigga know what pays mean? for? But what nigga pays for the flight in the hotel and does not pick you up from the airport? I've awesome. never had a nigga. I've good, never had a nigga fly point. me in and not pick me up from the airport. He had flowers or something like we were on. Typically, when I get off the flight, I want to go freshen up, and we we in the streets. Because it's also I'm making sure my investment got here okay. I never knew it. So you late got on the plane and was playing games the entire flight. Because listen, I'm pretty listen, and, and mind you, if that nigga didn't offer to pick you up in a hotel, that's on uh, from the from the airport. That's on him. That's but, I, I, oh, I caught an attitude one time because yeah. a nigga was late picking me up from the airport. Bro, do you know? Bro, hell no. Don't be late to the airport. You know what time I You booked the flight. You know exactly what time. You know exactly what time my shit lands. You know what time. that, And you and it's not like I'm popping up on a surprise nigga. I'm not. I don't do surprise visits. Am I out of, out of my own city? You got to be my man. You got to be my. Like, I have a key to your house. For me to just pop up on trying a, to surprise a, my nigga. A surprise flight? That, Honestly, you know, that, that reminds me of a story. I don't that like my feelings hurt. And I'm not going to lie. Even if I surprise you, if I'm trying to surprise you, somebody close enough around you knows that I'm trying to surprise you so they can help me coordinate to make sure your black ass is exactly where it needs to be. I don't do pop-ups. Listen, no. that's a, that, 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 that reminds me of a story of two, I, I'm pretty sure it's two lesbian women that they it was it was holiday i want to say it was either christmas or thanksgiving and they both wanted to surprise the other person and fly out to see them and mind you this is like one person's in like europe they're like in europe so like it's like two different countries mm -hmm. so they, they each wanted to fly out and surprise the other person for the holiday so they ended up both flying out 
and tried to surprise the other person. The other person was like, wait. I'm in your I'm city. At, I'm in your city. But so, so okay, so, 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 let's say, let's say this. Let's assume, and you know, it's dangerous to assume. So, if that man's waiting for you to pick up, that's probably why he called you three times to try to figure out, like, where the fuck are you? I'm here at the airport. Your flight has landed. I know your flight has landed. Where are you? And so, you ignoring him because you want to get, you want to get uh, Uber or a cab to your hotel room. That's, that's fishy. Secondly, and most importantly, never go out of your own city broke. Ne- 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 never. I do not travel broke. I can and will always have bread on me to get my black ass where the fuck home. I don't and play that shit. Listen, and even if you may not have the physical cash on you, because we're in a cashless society and I understand that, you know, you ain't got no credit card that you got some you got some space on. You ain't got a debit card. It was you ain't got no magic genie. You ain't got nothing. You were just out here destitute. And also, if you know you destitute and you're trying to play this nigga, why would you allow him to book the shit instead of just cash tapping you the money? I think that it is. I, oh. And, and thirdly, and most, and thirdly, and I think the thing is, here's the thing. Let me get this out the way. You, no one is owed sex at any given point. Nobody's okay. owed I, sex. Nobody's I understand. Owed sex. I, I understand that a hundred and fifty five percent. So but please shorty, do not hop. Please do not hop in my mentions talking about like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you niggas out here saying that, shorty. No, 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 no. No one's owed sex. However, if I am flying you out, we have shared nudes, and you play with your pussy on Facetime for me. You need to be very clear that you're not planning on fucking me. And also. And also, you knew that you weren't planning on fucking this man before you got off the flight. So it is manipulative, especially after you guys have shared like sexual explicit content with each other. To you knew you withheld the fact that you weren't fucking until after you paid for everything. So you, that was manipulation because you knew it might have changed his mind. It clearly because he he was like, I don't fuck my friends. I don't fly out my friends. I don't spend a rack on my friends because here's the thing because it. it in the way she said it was like, I feel like we're rushing. We weren't rushing things when you 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 sent me nudes and and you was out here playing with your pussy on Facetime. We weren't rushing things when I bought you a flight and a ho- and booked you a hotel room. We weren't rushing things then, but now that I want to actually see you and and and, and 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 hang out with you in the same way that you have, you know, put it in the atmosphere. Now we're rushing things, and now you're trying to gaslight me. Like I feel like you're a really great guy and a really great fan. Don't be mean. Right at this point, I'm not even being me. I'm getting my, I'm, I'm, I'm getting some of the things that were owed to me. You know, I'm not even talking about that's not what you wanted from me. So it is. I'm not even talking about the pussy. I'm not even talking about the sex is owed to me. I'm talking about the money. Like if we, if you were trying to fly out just so you can do some other shit or to hang out with friends, no, like you could pay for that yourself. You, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've ever been flown out and wasn't fucking. I don't like no. I don't think I've ever. Been if, if you, if you, if I am, if you are catching a flight, or if I am catching a flight that comes see you specifically, and here's the thing: it's a difference between I'm flying out to another to another city, and I hit you when I'm there, like, hey, I'm in your city. You know, what I'm saying whatever, whatever. Like, I'm staying here. Like, if you want to link, if you got time, it's a difference if I'm flying out and you happen to be there versus I am flying out specifically for you. Exactly. I, I can hang out platonically in my city for free. Hell, to be quite to be quite honest, I could fuck women in my city for free. I chose you specifically. 
like a Pokemon. You are Pikachu. You are Charizard. And you want to come act up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> especially especially now, nigga, they raise, nigga, the price of the brick is going up on the everything. The price outside. of the brick is up there. Nigga, outside is way more expensive than it was pre-pandemic. I know these hotels and these uh, airline flights are charging an arm, a leg, and your firstborn child. So you want to come play like that? Oh, no. Mm-mm. You know what? I probably should have opened up the podcast by expressing to the fact that um, I think my potential new boss uh, has found my podcast. I think so. I think so. So if you're listening, shout out to you. Um, I expect some feedback the next time we talk. <laughs> um, uh, your, your potential new boss is not gonna like me. I can tell. He just he gonna figure my he gonna figure my jerk. I think you're a jerk, Calvin. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Um, I can tell that this the company that I'm speaking of. I can tell they're very progressive. So I actually wasn't. This is the first time, like I even felt comfortable enough to say, "Oh yeah, I do have a podcast." Knowing what the fuck I'm talking about on this bitch, and like knowing what I'm going into. So I'm kind of like, "Oh shit, I was really going for it, sis. Go you." Um. So yeah, I'm just like, fuck it. So shout out to y'all. Um, hopefully I land on the team. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, we will keep it pushing. <laughs> I should have led with that. Um, as I sat here talking about you should have remind you. You should have reminded me of that because I don't want to fuck up your bags because I'm an asshole. Oh no, I'm at the point in my life where if I can't be who I am authentically through and through, I don't want it. And I'm not saying that I'm gonna walk into this office and start oversharing about my personal life because no, there are professional boundaries, there are things, but like everything in my life has its own compartment. Everything in my life, and honestly, podcasting has become a huge part of what I do and who I am. So like. Yeah. And, speaking of, and speaking of compartments, Shorty should have reached up into the pussy compartment and found some if you if you want, she wanted to fly out with no money. I'm sorry, baby girl. You can't fly out with no money. Ain't, like We have a lot of things here that aren't math. The math ain't math. You're yeah. going to fly out with no money and expect to manipulate this nigga and not give him no pussy? And, and expect to stay the entire time? Like You, you, you have a lot of expectations and not a you lot thought, of shit to back it up. You thought that you were going to use my flight and my hotel to enter, to have a good time in my city without me. That's what it sounded like. With no money. Because it's not even like you had a backup plan just in case it fell through. You were, you were planning on you being on my dime the entire time for friendship? Right. For friendship. The gall. It don't work they, like that. The admitting, listen, and and if you live in a city where it's where it's fly out worthy, a thousand dollars could have got him a lot of a lot of shit in that city. He could actually took another bitch out in his own city. He could have listen. <laughs> he could have got a, depending on the city. He could have got a session at cable bitches. I mean, anyway, I'm what I'm saying is that in this particular situation, it sounded like Shorty was being manipulated. But what I will say, bro, first of all, hold on. I told y'all that my twin sister is here, right? She is sitting literally got a handful of chocolate cake and doing squats. Don't do that. <laughs> Listen, man, I told you she got to she got to get them gained, bro. By any means, balance. <laughs> She's talking about some balance, bro. If you don't balance your ass and sit down somewhere, bro. First of all, I was stretching my ankles because they've been a little tight, bro. Because you're thirty, bro. You got random yeah. aches and pains. Why the fuck do your ankles hurt? I don't know why, but I don't feel thirty. <laughs> like it. it I say 30, but my body is like 30 where? No, in my head, I still feel 28. In my head, I'm like, this is 26-ish, you know? You know, in my head. 
in my head. But no, 30 is not old though. It's not. I feel like this is my prime. 30 is major. I'm getting ready to have a ball. Listen, goals will be achieved in my career. Okay. okay. Period. Okay. Anyway, so my dumbass sister, I love you. Um, She's a fucking fool. If y'all have ever, what's funny, I say this all the time. I'm the one with the podcast. Alexis is the funny one, bro. And Calvin has said, anybody who sat around my twin will tell you that Alexis will have you in fucking tears, bro. Yeah, she's stupid. She's not, she just, it's not her thing. She's Don't not interested. Me, uh, well, she's, I would like to be on the podcast, but as long as we be on Centric. And not getting fined for that Bruh, shit. You don't listen to my show. That just hurt. Like, <laughs> okay. No, I listen, but. Anyway. So, anyway. So, yeah. Is she, but if you've ever gotten a chance to sit around my sister, anybody who has met Alexis and gotten to really know her, she is a fucking fool. So, yeah. Alexis is my dog. For sure. But, um, nah, Calvin. I think in this particular instance, like, because I, I have paid for my own flight. I paid for my own flight. And that's honestly because I was unsure of the intentions behind the trip. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how this was going. I know how this was going to shake itself out, right? But, right. but uh, you know, if sex happened, it happened. If it didn't, it didn't. And I'm not saying that, like, buying a flight was contingent upon that. But if I don't want to make myself feel obligated, because maybe we were sexually explicit, but I still want to keep things, the ball in my court. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's certain things that you do do as a woman. Or you can say shit. If we are to... Calvin, you and I hang out all the fucking time. All the time. I don't have a single expectation that you're going to pay for shit. Because we are just friends. Not saying that we don't go back and forth as friends typically do. But what's funny is when I hear men complain about patriarchy, it always cracks me up. Always. Always cracks me up. Because you assume that Shorty was going to bust it open for you because you paid for all of this shit. Now, had she paid for her own shit, would you still have these expectations? The answer is no. But knowing that that's the society that we live in, Shorty, if you didn't want this man to have those kind of expectations, knowing, no, okay, what it is and what it should be are two totally different things, right? Right. Mm -hmm. If we we lived in a fruitopian society, no assumptions would be nothing, right? Boom. We don't live there, folks, so let's, let's throw it out the window. Patriarchy says that this is the standard. And you know that. And it's funny... Because you talk about patriarchy and you talk about how men complain about it. And, and obviously, when both sides like to pick and choose what parts of patriarchy work for them. Oh, I do and it all the time. Of, and that's part of a reason that we're, pro- we're, we're probably never going to eradicate it. It's because we both pick and choose which sides we want. And it equals up to pretty much the full, the full pie. But each side got a beef for the other side of the pie. It's weird. So, so, so Shorty was moving off the assumption: you the man, you big daddy. Okay, you, you pay for it, you got it. She was, she was again using that assumption, using that manipulation, manipulation of like, oh yeah, I'll pay for the whole thing. Come play, I got you. And then wanted to run off on the plug, like like she plows. And then he was like, uh uh-uh. uh, no no no. Uh-uh. And again. If she's a, she not a real scammer for real, because a real scammer would have made that nigga cash app her and she would book everything. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But this is just a society. This is the society that we live in. And people like to play real naive when it comes to that. And it kind of pisses me off because it's like, no, absolutely not. Like, this is the game that you're playing. These are the same women. The same. And the other part. Wait, 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 wait. My part about it. This is, this is the last part about it. If it's not, no. 
the idea that a man is tricking that uh, the idea that a man should trick is rooted in patriarchy because of the wage gap and the and the dis- the wage disparities between men and women, right? And right. all of that is rooted in patriarchy. We know the fundamentals. I can skip over one on one class, okay? Sweetheart, how you know if it's mutual mutual interest is invested here? Words are hard. How you know mutual interest is invested here is if whatever that man is willing to do for you, A, could you do it for yourself? And B, could you reciprocate it? If those any of one of those answers is no, then you are in it for something. And nobody's saying that that's wrong, but recognize it. The, so, there's a bit, so the Venn diagram of women who, 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 who say just because he paid for the file doesn't mean he should expect sex. That nigga's out here tripping. And the women who want to cancel cater to you because it's a slave song is probably a, a, just a circle. Like, look, like the same, like the same women who are like, "Oh my god, I, I can't believe what cater to like we need to cancel cater to you." And it, it started off as a joke, but then the fucked up thing about social media is some things will start off as a joke. It grew and legs. It grew. It'll grow legs, and then people will be dead to fuck serious. So here's the and, thing about cater to you, which we were talking about the niggas who do what the fuck they're supposed to do. We ain't talking about these dusty ass niggas they was talking about on No Scrubs, baby. You were listening to the wrong little three women. Okay? Like, <laughs> let me tell you something. They were talking about the niggas. The niggas who do what the fuck they... Have you ever noticed that the men who handle their business don't have these kind of conversations? They don't have a single problem tricking. They don't have a single problem handling their woman. They don't have a single problem doing none of this shit. Want to know why? Because that woman is holding down her part and that nigga is holding down his. Let me tell you something. A nigga who takes care of me has no complaints. When I start hearing the word no, you start hearing the word no. That's how it, that it, works. It, well, well, it's, 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 a, it's a difference between being an investment and being a bill. The problem is that we got we expect motherfuckers to start tricking on like the first date. Be like, be like, or, or I'm one motherfuckers. Of those. By the way, I I didn't say I, <laughs> I didn't what, say I didn't, wasn't included. In that the call is coming from inside the house. The call is because, coming from inside the motherfucking house. Okay. Because because it'll be like them TikToks that I see on Instagram, where be like we be when you, when, when you when when you, when you text him I'm sad and he and he just responds oh instead of booking y'all trip to Bora Bora it's just like wait what it's, it's so so there's a difference between being in an investment and being a bill see for example I pay my cable bill every single month I pay my internet every single month I pay the, the, the bill for the Spectrum every single month, even though Spectrum generally gives me subpar shitty service. Bro, Spectrum been owing me a discount for months. I pay that bill every single month. Do I receive anything extra out of it? Do they like, you know what, Diddy? You done paid this bill six months in a row. We're going to give you the seventh month half off. No. You know what, nigga? You done paid this bill on time for a year on auto pay because you're an adult. You done paid this bill on time the entire year. We're going to up your internet free of charge. Do we ever do that shit? No, because Spectrum is a bill versus, it, you know, niggas out here on their Robinhood accounts or in a crypto shit. When they when they invest money into that shit, they see their money grow. Like, nigga, I invested $100. This shit come up to $150. You know what I'm saying? I invested two hundred dollars. This shit came up to three. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I put something in and then it grew. That's an investment. There's a difference. Some some of these people, because again, it's gender neutral. Some of these people, you will put all your time, effort, money, resources, energy in and get nothing out of it because they're a bill. They don't offer anything besides you're just paying for upkeep. They're a bill versus the same people, but women that you're talking about. 
you 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 take care of them. You 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 you're present. You give your time, energy, money, resources. It's more than just physical money. It's energy. It's being there. If Shorty had a bad day, you're there to pick her up. It's all that shit. You know what? They take that shit. They flip it and they give it to you back. They 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 grow your investment because you start to see that like when you're down bad, she got you. When you have a rough day, she got you. She nigga, when you when you when when these motherfuckers got you fucked up at your job. She got you. If 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 there's anyone, if there's any person who even feels like they got an issue with you, she ain't ready to knock their head into next week because she yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. And there's a difference between being an investment and being a bill. I mean, that's the thing. A well taken care of man, in my eyes and in my experience, has no problems being a trick. But niggas do leave with their pockets. So I'm not mad at a bitch for coming at a nigga because shit you live with, I guess you live with your best. And I might have time to bite that day. I just might have some time for it today. Motherfuckers do do that shit. But also on the, on the flip side, because I can't just let you, if a nigga don't leave with his pockets, y'all assume he broke. No, I don't. I assume that I have not uh, turned this man on financially yet. Cause, cause, so, so back when I was single, I used to hate for niggas who would just walk up and the, and the first line would be like, what you drinking on? Let me buy you a drink. You know what I mean? Because then when, when Shorty take that drink and then, actually I used to love it because I didn't do it. Listen, when, when y'all was outside, you, Tanea, the rest of our friend groups, and niggas would be like, what y'all drinking? Y'all, you'd be like, cool, let me go to the bar. And then y'all would come, turn around, and bring the drinks to me. Because he didn't lead, he didn't lead with anything besides what y'all drinking. So he didn't establish a reason for y'all to stick around besides getting your drink. Versus some like, and it's hard to do it in the club. But it's also like, look, if I come up to you and I, I, I may give you a compliment, like you know what I'm saying, I, I, I don't want nothing. I just want let you know, I just want to let you know you look really good tonight, or like I really fuck with them shoes. And, and then walk and, away. And, and then, then leave it at, and then, and then leave it away. at that. And I've had times where I've sat down and walked away like, your shoes are fire. I just want you to know you look really good tonight and walk away. Shorty came and found me. She came and found me. She was like, oh, no, I got. I had to find this nigga. Cool. Now, okay, we, now I feel like, okay, there's an actual connection there. Okay, cool. What you drinking? Uh, we, we're talking. We're, we're getting to know each other. Okay, where you from? Where you stay? Boop, 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 boop. It's, it's levels and it's differences to a lot of shit. And a lot of times, and niggas aren't, and niggas are playing beginner when it's really in advanced mode. You niggas are still on uh, Guitar Hero when you're trying to play a, a fucking uh, a Beethoven symphony. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's it's a lot going on. I feel like I don't even know what to add to that. I'm gonna just let you have that. <laughs> Victory. <laughs> I don't even know what to add to that. It's, it, it, and here's the thing: a, a, a lot of what I say, I speak on it from the from the perspective that I'm used to because I'm a man who is emotionally and physically attracted to women. But a lot of this shit is definitely in the inverse. You I'm not I'm gonna saying? lie. I wish that men, honestly, okay. I'm gonna say something and just let me let me complete the thought. I promise you, I'm gonna complete the circle. Okay. I promise you, I won't. I won't react. I promise you, I won't react. I wish women started dating a little bit more like niggas in the aspect of not trying to dog them out. Like, I wish that they would take, I wish they, they wouldn't take the Killmonger approach to, to dating. Instead, choose peace. And when I say choose peace, it's like the men don't settle when they want a partner. I've seen men decide to be single forever 
until they find a bitch that is exactly what they want. I've had men, I've seen men have some winners on this team. Like I've, I've had the pleasure of seeing all my male friends and, and go through their dating cycles and meet some of the women that y'all have been involved in. Like some one of y'all niggas, like I'm, I'm always meeting new bitch fucking machine. Like I'm always, but it's cool because I get to see like, okay, test out your shorties, right? Men do not play the, not, I'm not going to say y'all don't play the ranking game, right? But women don't do that. We'll get, we'll have a nigga in our face because he's in, we'll have a nigga in our face because he wants, he wants my attention. So I'm going to give it to him. And I wish that women wouldn't settle as much as we do sometimes when it comes to relationships because niggas absolutely do not. You can have one bad day and that nigga's going to start moving different or acting funny. You say something crazy to a nigga and like he stopped talking to you and all of a sudden you, you got an attitude because he don't want to talk or he ain't text you back in a couple days. You know how many times I start, I literally, I'll be in the middle of conversations with a nigga and just stop talking to him. Why? I got nothing else to say. This isn't what I want anymore. And literally drop it and keep it pushing. I wish that we would develop that more as women. And like, I had to check my own attachment issues that I had to niggas because I'm like, bro, this nigga don't belong to me. Why do I give a flying fuck what you do? And when you're not up to the standard, if you're not up to the task, if you're not up to what I'm looking for, and it's not in an elitist or highfalutin way, I'm, it's not in a, oh, I'm better than this nigga type thing. No, I'm not that. I think that it's just like, there's a vibe here I'm looking for. There's a, there's something I'm looking for and this isn't clicking. And I don't want to settle for it because I know that you, I got you where I want you. That's not fair to you. I want a motherfucker to choose me because they do have options and I was just the best of them. I want a nigga with options. I want to know that you choose, you chose me. We chose each other. I picked you because yeah, you knew that there was Tommy and Jonathan and Daniel and this one and that one. I wanted you to know that there was somebody else whose attention I could have had. And I still, I still want I want you anyway. You're who I want despite the options. I want I want that feeling. The feeling of being wanted matters to me. I want you to want me. Because the things that men want, and they'll keep in high regard. They take care of. When a man wants something, he takes care of it. Have you seen a nigga? Bro, when's the last time your house be filthy as fuck? When's the last time that PlayStation got dust on it, my nigga? When a man wants something, he take care of it. Listen, he texts you back every third day, but his car is in immaculate condition. Immaculate condition. When a man wants something, he takes care of it. So when a man gets to treating you any old type of way, I take that exactly as I need to. Because my nigga, nah, I start moving accordingly. I'm not matching energy. I'm going to just move how I feel is best for me. And sometimes that does include moving right around your dumb ass. I'm cool. And I'll say this. I'll say this and then we can possibly move on. If you hate, and there are some women out there who legitimately hate men. Like, I'm not even, like, legitimately hate them niggas. And if that's you, if, if first and foremost, I guess you listen to this podcast for Allie, so shout out to Allie. But if you legitimately hate men, and you and you and you hear me right I now. I wait, what? So, so, I was talking about, like, there's some women, even, we know some women who you, we, who yeah. legitimately hate, like, hate, have a hatred in their heart for uh, the male species. No, you said shout out to Ali, and I'm like, I know. But so I was saying, like, you ruined the whole flow. But what I was saying, what Sorry. I was saying was, if you hate men and you're listening to this, which I guess if you're listening to this, you must really like Ali. So shout out to Ali. I'm dead. You know, 
if you if you legitimately hate niggas, like you either gotta just stop dating them or you gotta understand in your heart you gotta change some things in order for it to be successful. Because if you move into any situation with a, already a deep seated hate for the for the for the person across from you, how's it gonna work? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Shorty last week, like Shorty last week that we talked about had who had the bumble shit. She legitimately hates men. Like, I'm not saying this. She says this on our own platforms. She oh, hates shit. men. So in my in my scenario, I'm like, well, then why do you continue to try to enter to entertain companionship, romantic companionship with something that you hate? If I listen, there are certain jobs, even in any season that I have, I will not accept because I know for a fact I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I hate the entire industry. For example, um, never mind, I can't say that because you know your potential new bosses are listening. But there's one job that it was my first job. I will never go back to not only that job, but that entire industry can kiss my black ass. I would could be Oh, down. I know exactly. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking and about. And you know what I'm saying? I'm trying, I'm trying, I could be down on my dick, down to my last, out here, out here trying to figure out do I need to sell plasma? Do I need to, you know, hood bankruptcy, like selling my PS5? Yeah. And if they offer me a job, I would say, go fuck yourself. I had I had a recruiter call me up from that company, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? We're from, we, we were so and so. We was like, I was like, I stopped her dinner. She was like, you didn't read my resume all the way, did you? She was like, huh? I was like, you didn't read my resume all the way, did you? Because if you read my resume the entire all the way, you wouldn't have called me. And she read it all the way. She was like, oh, I was like, exactly. Have a good day. Bye. So in my so while I say I say that to say if that is your mindset. And I believe, and honestly, this especially goes for the niggas who hate women. You niggas, a lot, a lot of y'all hate women or hate. Sorry, y'all. You know, technical difficulties. We are still trying to figure out a lot of the remote recording um, possibilities that we have. But I say that to I say all that to say, if you're a man and you hate women but you like pussy, or if you're a woman that hate niggas but like dick. You really have to evaluate why your relationships and your relationships attempts aren't working. You're already going into a situation with with like a chip on your shoulder. The other person has two strikes, all sorts of bullshit going on. Like it's not it's not feasible for for it to work. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like, th- am I making sense in that aspect? Like you already no, absolutely. If you coming in like man, fuck these niggas. I hate niggas. Like I hate niggas. Or like man. Oh, a bitch can't do shit for me. It's like, and you wonder why your relationships fail, bro. Like, if I walked into a job that I hate, I was probably not gonna, you know what I mean? It's probably not gonna work out well. Like, you know what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna give it a hundred and ten percent effort. Like, it's it's not gonna work out like that. And I, it, when you said something about settling, right? In my experiences, I've been lucky and blessed enough to come across great women in my life, but it wasn't at the right time for me or if it, it wasn't I wasn't in the right mindset or they may have been great we just weren't great together and like people often also people will pressure you to settle like hey man what you doing bro like go ahead and lock that down like and I'm like no you know what I'm saying like no like and so I I encourage 
I encourage everyone to not settle. And honestly, a lot of niggas do more settling in romantic relationships than you think or, or in marriages because right. the girl of their dreams isn't around when, they're, when, they're, when they feel that societal pressure to, to have a family and to be married and shit because they don't want to be the old nigga in the club anymore. So they just kind of look around and see who's around. Right? And a lot of women, again, I, I, I may not be the vehicle that needs to say this, a lot of women do the same shit. They 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 feel that societal pressure, like, "Ooh, girl, you you getting you getting in your mid thirties? Like, what, what what's going on?" Or, Ooh, you know, what I'm saying your biological clock and all that other shit. So they look around like, "Okay, who is around right now that I could present decently enough to, to get niggas off my back?" You feel what I'm saying? Like, so at the end of the day, you have to walk into these sorts of scenarios and sorts of situations with an open mind and an open heart. Because if you walking in already on some math, if you walk into a party already mad, this party's gonna be whack as fuck. You probably not gonna have fun. You know, I think that, and I I actually agree with you. I think that people, I don't date with that kind of intention. Motherfuckers be like, "Well, what are you looking for?" I don't know until I find it. Because I I'm maybe I'm not looking for a relationship. Does that mean that you couldn't be possibly be the love of my life? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm maybe I am just looking for friendship. You could probably turn into one of my best friends and it never goes anywhere. We don't touch romance. I don't know. I leave that open to possibility and chance. But there are that not that's not to say that there is not bare minimum treatment or respect and people don't go into relationships with respect. And that's how you end up on your ass. That's how you end up with your feelings hurt. That's how you end up with a lot of shit going wrong. Motherfuckers don't go in with the expectation of honestly just getting to know somebody. Do you like them? And you get caught up in games with people because you don't like this person, but you like the attention that you're getting from them. So you just won't let them go. And you want to know what we call that boys and girls? Narcissism. Like you don't, yeah, you don't like the nigga, but you don't want no one else to have the nigga until you're done with them. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so you know what the fucked up thing is? And I, we we've demonized going with the flow. Because we, because if, if someone says like I'm going with the flow, you automatically think they don't have any direction or they're, or they're stringing you along or they're playing you. And while that may be the case, oftentimes for niggas like me, for niggas like you, it's like I need to see how this. I need to come in to a situation with an open mind and see how it goes. Like I could start talking to you on some romantic shit and find out we are incompatible romantically, but we are great friends and we can rock that. Or we we have great sexual chemistry, but we don't need to talk to each other when the, when, when the sun is out. Or, we started off as friends. Hell, me and Beloved started off as friends, bro. And and, and now we are where we are. Because we, we were going with the flow. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's... A lot of times, you let one or two fuck niggas, like, make you think an entire word, an entire thought process is bullshit, when it's really not. And just because that nigga going with the flow or just because Shorty going with the flow don't mean you got to go with that same flow. It's okay to have your own options and your own choices. It's just maybe that nigga trying to figure some shit out. Maybe Shorty trying to figure some shit out. It's okay. I honestly think that that's also the part about it. I could like who you are on paper and not like who you are in person and be completely turned off. But because I think that you have the potential to have a certain level, provide a certain level of stability or blah, 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 then I'm going to stick around for your bullshit. No, I don't like and you I, like And truly, listen, if we want to talk about it, we here now. I mean, we're, we're, we're at part two. Gil going to kill us. But we're, but um, there's honestly, and I see that a lot, 
with both men and women, again, it's gender neutral, where they start listing off all of their accomplishments, all of their degrees, all of their good paying job. And, and like, I'm still single. Maybe you're a terrible person. I, I got I got a PhD. I got a six figure job. I drive a nice car. I do this. I do that. Why am I still? Because you probably are. You sound miserable. And and a nigga like me ain't going to be around your miserable ass for too long because that is contagious. I can't go. Nah. Nah. Not at all. I just think that I'm at a point when it comes to my dating life. I'm not saying that I don't have one. What I'm saying is that it has slowed down a lot, um, which is cool. It's actually a really cool space. I've kind of let certain things go, certain expectations go in one area. Um, built up some more, some different expectations in this area. And honestly, things have been coming full circle for your girl in a really good way because of it. And everything's happening very organically, very organically. Even the conversations that I'm having are better. Even the conversations I'm having are better. And the interest that I'm taking in certain people is changing and boundaries are set. And I had a conversation with somebody on my birthday and I'll never forget what I said. Um, if you want to look at me, you're going to have to see me as your equal or you're not going to see my black ass at all. And dating with dating people that I feel evenly yoked with is wonderful. It's wonderful. Evenly, I'm, I, I'm looking for evenly yoked relationships. And that's honestly across the board, across the board. Um, and it's, it's, it's a really good space to be surrounded by people who treat you like they're treat you like they're equal. And you and I the same. It's wonderful. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, yeah, Calvin, you want to end this on a positive note? Positive note for the week. <laughs> the petty almost leaped out, so I got to kind of tuck it back in. Oh I, I'm God. trying to be better. Okay, my positive note for the week is this. It's okay to be checked every now and then. Yes. Um... Sometimes the people that love you and have the best interest for you at heart are also the people who who are most critical of you because they see the potential in you for in, in you to grow, to be better, to do better, to focus. Um, and that is something that's necessary and something that I, I had to remind myself of. Um, I was like, you. Ain't no one too good to be not to, to be checked. You feel what I'm saying? Like, ain't no one too good to not have their people check them every now and then. Now, the question is, who is allowed to do the checking? But ain't no one too good to be checked on. You know what I mean? So that's my that's my positive note for the week. So you know what? For the first time ever on this podcast, I'm actually going to pass my positive note to my twin oh, sister. Oh, Lord. She's going to say and, something. Uh, oh, shit, boy. <laughs> See, coming to the mic, baby. Coming to the mic. So, you know, Father's Day is coming up. Oh, like this, please. <laughs> nah, bitch. Nah, bitch. No, I, I, I already <laughs> don't like it. Hold on. Go ahead, Alexis. Okay, go ahead. Alexis, I don't you know, like it. <laughs> you know, Father, Father's Day is coming up this weekend. And, you know, Juneteenth is also the same weekend. So, happy Black Father's Day, first of all. But I just want to give, you know... um, an encouraging note to the fathers that might be listening to this podcast. Oh my here. God. And keep this in spirit for the weekend. <laughs> Kick it off right off of this. This is your positive note. <laughs> if she can push a baby stroller. 
you can't even say it. Bitch, I'm about to read it. Wait, Alexis. Hold on. I'm about to read it. Alexis, you're childish. I'm about to read it, y'all. If she can push a baby stroller, she can push a lawnmower. Take the weekends off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my. Bitch. Girl, fuck you. I was sitting on this podcast defending bitch niggas all fucking day. That's what the fuck you gonna say? Happy Father's Day. Oh, my God. If she can push a baby stroller, she can push a lawnmower. If you got a black fiber in your life, that's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Show that nigga some love, man. Stop getting them black fibers the same old dusty ass ties. You know what? I talk a lot of shit, right? I talk a lot of shit. My dad is ironic because Pops has like been in a mood lately. Me and my twin sister was actually just talking about that. My dad has been in a really funky mood lately, whatever, right? And it's so funny that he's showing his ass on Father's Day because honestly, we always show out for Father's Day for my dad. Always. We always go over the top. Not saying I'm not going to do something, but I'm not going to be doing the most. Also, I ain't going to talk about it much, but um, we, your favorite little shit talker is taking her talents down to Atlanta this weekend with the bitches. Yeah, it's going to be a really good weekend. I will block all of y'all. Oh, no, don't worry. I'm taking you out of my close friends this weekend. I love you. Please, please do. It's okay. Like, my little sister took me out of her close friends, uh, you know, because she was on some real pro-woman shit, and I would think I was the only nigga in our close friends. But listen, I... I might make sure that my my close friends is only women this weekend. I just might. I just might. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I am, you know what? I'm excited about this weekend. I'm going to have a positive note to, to wrap us up. But I am excited about this weekend because I can't remember the last time that I have shaken my whole ass. Like for my own, for myself. Like shaking my ass. Not in like, I want to cut up. Like I'm not, I can't kick it as hard as I, all right. If you've been out of town with me, you know how hard I kick it. Enough said, right? I haven't kicked it like that since my birthday. I need it. Mama needs a party. And I'm getting ready to show my ass. As a matter of fact, when I hang up with you, Calvin, I'm going to go pack my bags. Because that is, that's some shit. I can't wait. So this is also going to be my positive note. Ironically, before we started this um, episode today, I was in the middle of having a panic attack. Literally, it came out of nowhere. I just had a panic attack. Couldn't help it. Couldn't stop it. Couldn't catch myself. Couldn't breathe. Right. And my sister had a really good analogy, a really, really good analogy. And it's gonna probably going to stick with me. She said that the thing about the pieces is that they always come back together. And sometimes the pieces that you pick up are going to create a different picture because the old one, you outgrew. I'm paraphrasing. Sometimes the pieces that you're picking up look different because they are and they're supposed to be. Sometimes the pieces need to be shattered. Sometimes the the, the puzzle that you're putting together, you had one idea for the pieces. God had another. The universe has a greater plan. The, the planet, the, the pieces are bigger. So maybe you're, you're not to say that the puzzle pieces you thought you were putting together weren't going to create a pretty picture. That's not what I'm saying at all. But sometimes maybe your puzzle is a little too small. 
May sometimes maybe the pieces aren't fitting in the right area because you don't know how to place them yet because you don't know what picture you're building. It's about giving yourself, cutting yourself some slack, giving yourself some grace and understanding that you are doing the best that you can. If you're not doing the best that you can, then start doing the best that you can. Because wallowing about what you didn't do is not going to get done what you need to do today. It's over. Do the work. And the pieces will always fall into place. God blesses those who get off their ass. I've never not seen God not bless me. When I am in grind mode, hustle mode, focus mode, God blesses everything that I touch. When I am focusing on me, God focuses on me. That is a fact. So, and I know a lot of people, I've been asked, like, Alex, where you been? You don't come out. You don't pop out no more. Like, when I see y'all, I'm typically at work. And it's not because I don't want to. I had huge FOMO of, about the white party. Y'all look so good. I had huge FOMO about that. I'm not going to lie. But I'm not missing anything. Because when I do pop out, I'm going to be so unrecognizable and so untouchable. It's going to be ridiculous. I'm excited about just the things that I'm working on. I'm going to celebrate with you. I'm going to fuck with you. It's going to be, when it's my turn, when it's my turn, oh, please understand. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be huge. And all y'all going to be there. It's going to be huge. But for real, my thing is, I'm a, I clap for everybody. I'm down for everybody. I love seeing my friends turn the fuck up. I love it. My applause is coming. It's just not right now. And that's cool, too. But it's your girl, Ali Nicole. It's your boy, Z Diddy. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Yo, I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing a defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone. About to shoot, about to shoot, about to shoot my shot. Yo.